Hi everyone and welcome to another mind-mincing episode of ThoughtLeadership.biz. I'm Chris Makut and in today's episode we're deconstructing what it really means to be alpha. It's fair to say that although the mindset of the alpha leader hasn't changed for millennia, societal expectations on who they are and who they should be and how they should behave has, and it's true for business too. That's precisely why it's an interesting topic to explore. What exactly is an alpha leader? Who is an alpha leader? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? These are all questions we'll be wrestling to the ground today in true alpha style. But let's start Let's begin today, actually, with a simpler question. What do you think of when I say alpha? What type of images spring to your mind? If you're like most people, right now you'd be thinking of some supercharged, aggressive jackass. And what if I asked you to think of it as an alpha leader? Now you're probably imagining some douchebag boss, a big-headed bully, who throw their, throws their weight around and tries to dominate everyone around them. And in many ways, you'd be right. Alpha leaders share many traits and are generally seen in a negative light. Now more so than ever. But just like everyone else, alphas are complex characters not two-dimensional caricatures, and we can learn a lot from them because of channeling your inner alpha, harnessing its potential, has the power to upgrade both yourself and others in your community or organization. All being an alpha really means is having an edge that other leaders don't having a drive that other leaders don't, and having a tenacity that is absolutely unquenchable and unstoppable. It's the combination of all three of these elements, edge, drive, and unquenchable and unstoppable tenacity that gets things done nowadays, gets you ahead in business, and drives society forward. That's what makes the difference between an average and an alpha. But before we go any further, let me take my usual pit stop and remind you to check out all of my newest articles and podcasts and more at www.thoughtleadership.biz. Catch me in person on YouTube and listen via Spotify or Anchor FM. Don't forget, of course, to check me out on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as head on over to Twitter or LinkedIn, where you can subscribe to notifications when the latest episode comes to press. Right now, let's talk about where this term alpha actually came from and what it really means. The term alpha originated in ancient Greece. Uh, yeah, yeah, yawn, yawn, yawn. <laughs> Those classicists among you will know it's the first letter of the Greek alphabet. 
The idea is that alpha always comes first. It's always ahead. It's always leading. You might be interested to know too that the English word leader comes from the old English word lithen, which literally means go or go first. The root of the word is closely associated with the words power and command, but has no association with dominance, which is why alpha leadership is different. Leadership in and of itself is so much more than being just number one. It's about leading the way by collaborating effectively with others, which is something many alphas find difficult or even impossible to do, which is where it can go horribly wrong. Highly capable and intelligent successful males make up about 70% of all senior execs in the US. They're used to being the top dogs and want to stay that way. These guys are always natural leaders. And they really almost have a superhuman ability to withstand seemingly overwhelming stress and even stay focused on their goals and make things happen even when they seem utter utterly impossible. And we're not just talking about the guys here either. Let's not forget the remaining 30% of the alpha leaders out there, the females. I've met some of the alpha females who reduce boardrooms badasses to big bubbling babies. Try saying that three times quickly. And strike the fear of God into anyone who dares defy them. I've also met some alpha females who are just opinionated, driven, and capable as their male counterparts, but are far more clever about getting what they want. Women at the top of their game are usually just as resilient and comfortable with being in control, but the key difference is they don't try to dominate people and situations in the same way that alpha males often do. Hear me out for a second. As an example, instead of excelling in intimidation, they tend to focus on collaboration. And instead of issuing direct orders of pain and professional death upon others, they often find less confrontational ways to get things done. So, I'd say us alpha guys have certainly got a few things to learn from the alpha girls. If I'm allowed to say that anymore. Which brings me on to my final point. I guess you could call it my final gripe, really. And that's the ongoing agenda to wussify. Yeah, I said it. An entire generation of men wussify. It's a technical term. The verb being wussify. The noun being wussification. You should try it. Rolls nicely off the tongue. So what does it mean to wussify a generation? I think I heard you ask that. Well, it basically means the attempt to de-alpharize, and yes, that's also a word, at least in the 
Maku dictionary here. Men, so that they conform to more gender-neutral modes of speech and behaviors. It's no longer okay, apparently, to be an alpha male, as it might offend someone, which is a shame. And actually, quite offensive in itself, right? Now us alpha guys are taking a bit of a bashing at the moment. But I gotta tell you, I feel much more sympathetic for the alpha girls. In an age of apparent open-mindedness, it's surprising how much fallout they still get for just being who they are. The reality is that great leadership takes all kinds of personality types, including alpha males and field males, of course. But whichever way you cook it, being an alpha is a tough gig. Getting the balance right is tough, as being an alpha leader requires you to become a benevolent dictator. And that's incredibly difficult balance to strike. It's not all about dominating people and getting them to do what you want them to do. There needs to be some softer way with the yin and the hard-edged yang. Ultimately, despite our successes and massive confidence in our abilities because of it, to be a truly successful leader, we have to sometimes be introspective, reflective, and reflexive. Now, that might sound as if I'm straying dangerously into wussification territory, but I'm not. It's just a fact. And Alpha doesn't have to be a hard-nosed jackass all the time. If they are, they're just a jackass. Top-tier leaders, Alpha or not, have to know when to be tough. When to be a leader, and of course, my favorite, is when to have compassion. And sometimes, that's a lesson learned just too late. To finish, I'd like to steal the words of possibly the most badass alpha leader of the Roman world, Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. When asked about what makes an effective leader, he said this, do not overly exalt yourself. It is true that leaders should take their leadership roles seriously, but not in a way that makes them feel godlike in some way. Remember, you've made enough mistakes yourself. And that, in an ancient Italian nutshell, is something that all of us alphas should remember. This is Chris Makut. Stay safe, strong, and remember to be an alpha out there. Thank you again for listening to this ThoughtLeadership.biz podcast. I'm Chris Makut. For additional information on this podcast, including additional sites where you can stream from, make sure to visit us online at www.thoughtleadership.biz in your favorite web browser. I wish you a safe and productive day.